Welcome to Stock Market Investing News. I'm Dr. Scott Brown, and if you want extended stock analysis and investing news and exclusive training, then make sure to install our free TV channel on Roku. You'll get more of what you love. Go to roadsociety.org forward slash Roku. That's roadsociety.org forward slash R-O-K-U. It's January 26, 2019. Welcome to Stock Market Investing News. Today, we're going to talk about Canopy Growth Corporation, symbol CGC. Then, we're going to talk about the Trump wall. And finally, we're going to finish by talking about the Roger Stone arrest. This is a one-year daily chart of Canopy Growth Corporation stock. The first thing I want you to notice is that it's been in a channel at the very beginning once it IPO'd. That channel ranges from somewhere around $17 up to $36. Then it moved up substantially, hitting a high here. That's significant because when we switch this chart to close only, you can see that that's the highest point that that stock actually reached on a close only chart. So that is the highest point I consider that the stock has realistically traded in terms of what I'm looking at for when it goes into all time new highs, which is a point at which I may add another layer of options, which is very important. When you take a look at, for instance, Nicholas Darvis, who made enormous amounts of money in the momentum markets, he was very careful to buy his stocks when they're going into all-time new highs. And we can see that here. The one thing that I want you to see is if you look at the left-hand side of this chart, you'll notice that there's not much volume here on this side, but then there's a lot of volume over here on this other side. That's very important to notice. So that means that there's a lot of people, these could be hedge funds, these could be large individuals that are buying a lot of CGC stock. Notice that the amount of volume, trading volume started to taper off and so did the trend of CGC stock. Remember I was talking about Jay Ritter at the University of Florida the other day and I was explaining how it's quite normal for an IPO to go up, go up to new highs and then really tank in the same year. And then if it's a good IPO, frequently it will start to really move back up. And sure enough, we have this stock breaking the downtrend and moving up on very high volume. That's exactly the pattern that we're looking for. And that's exactly why I'm showing you the stock. And again, you can see this in a more compact scale on a weekly chart. And then of course, since it's only been out a year on a monthly chart, it doesn't give very much information on the monthly chart. But if you're looking at a stock trading 20 years or so, which I will show you, in the next episode, stocks that are a stock that is trading for a long time. And you'll see the difference in the way the daily, the weekly, and the monthly charts actually look. So if you go back to Wednesday, which was the 23rd of January, then you'll notice that there was some kind of negative information that came out about CGC. It said that the stock sinks as the market gains, what you should know. That information came out right here. I thought it was really interesting that it didn't sink very much. In fact, it barely sunk at all. So it was kind of strange that that kind of negative news would come out in the market the way it did. Nonetheless, it is a little bit negative because they're talking about how they expect earnings of a, of a loss of $1.13 per share on revenues of just $110.22 million, which is not very much money for the size of capitalization 
in this stock. But in the same breath, they mention that this particular medical part of the medical industry is really a boomer. And when we go over to the Motley Fool, it says that Canopy Growth Corp is currently the largest medical cannabis company. So this is a medical cannabis company. And again, I showed you Kronos the other day. So now you've got two different stocks that you can invest in, and that diversifies you within the same industry. It allows you to kind of make an index of the same industry. If you take a look at the Zacks, and it turns out that they state that, actually stocknews.com, they state that canopy growth soars 9% after Piper Jaffray raises the price target. So this is very interesting information because they're not talking about the negative $1 loss per share. They're talking about the potential of a 15 to $50 billion market near term and up to a half of 500 billion longer term. And they're saying that this company is perfectly situated for it. And so that is the information that really seems to be driving this enormous jump in price that we experienced on Friday. And of course, that was very good for the call position that I have in this company. As a stock investor, you want to be politically neutral, listen to people's opinions. You can go ahead and tease with them if you want to act like you actually care about politics, but you really should only care about whether or not there's a sitting Democrat or a sitting Republican president. The research shows that a sitting Democrat president is good for the market and a sitting Republican president is bad for the market. If you can go, if you actually could go back and take a look at the way the Iamini was trading on the day that Trump won the election, when the news came out that it looked like Hillary might jump ahead, what happened was, was that the market went up. The second that it was announced that Trump was winning, the market tanked. And so what seems to have been happening in the indexes was that there was some sort of momentum that was kind of driving it on. And let's go ahead and take a look at the indexes right now to look at what that effect was. So if we look at the S&P 500, then you'll notice that the market actually rose on Friday. And that was absolutely because Trump did not win the war for the wall. I understand that only 7% of Americans want the wall. So he's fighting a losing battle to try and put up a wall that nobody seems to want, which is an absolutist move because it really looks like he's just trying to stamp his name on something people could see from space. And again, that's not pluralistic. It's absolutist. And so that's been bad for the market. The government shutdown. The government shutdown was over and boom, the market rose. I was kind of pretty much anticipating that. Now, when we're talking about, for instance, if we look at the Obama administration, you'll notice that the market rose over the entire time of the Obama administration much more strongly than it did, than it has during the Trump administration. You can see in the two years of the Trump administration, it's just done nothing but churn sideways. In fact, Trump has been very, very bad for the market. And in fact, the Trump administration has induced enormously larger amounts of volatility compared to the volatility that was injected in the market when Obama was in office. So again, this is just further evidence showing that if you're a stock investor and you're cold-blooded and you don't care about politics, you're not emotional about politics, then you want the Democrat to be in, in the presidency. And again, this was Obama, if I can get it to work, Obama. And this over here was Trump. And so you can really see right here in the numbers that Trump is bad for the market and Obama was very good for the market. So what we're waiting for is to see 
what's going to happen in terms of getting Trump out. So another really important piece of news that happened on Friday that was a very much positive for the market was the arrest of Roger Stone. Now, Roger Stone has an absolutely phenomenal show on Netflix, and it's this show right here. This is absolutely phenomenal in terms of a political science documentary. Roger Stone is an absolute genius. I learned so much about American politics from watching this show. Again, if you're a good stock investor, you're politically neutral. And so this man is the best professor of political science that I've ever listened to in my entire life. But nonetheless, he was the advisor that campaigned for Trump. And so he's now been indicted. And if he ends up getting arrested and doing jail time, that means that Mueller is really closing in on perhaps causing some big damage to Trump. Remember, Nixon got thrown out for messing with campaign stuff with the other, uh, with the other political party. So, you know, we're waiting to see if we're going to get an impeachment of Trump, which we would expect to be positive for the market, getting rid of Trump because Pence is not a strong vice president. He's very limited in what he can do, and he doesn't have the poll with the American public that Trump does. And so it'd be easy to slide him out and move a Democrat in. Again, Democrats are good for the market. Republican presidents, sitting presidents are bad for the market. Now, that same research shows some pretty interesting results in terms of firm management. It turns out that if you look at the top managers of the firm, the CEO and stuff, you want those people to be Republican. However, if you have Democrats in place, then those stocks don't have a tendency to perform as well. So it's really weird. It's like when you look at the presidential seat, you want that to be Democrat, but then you look at the CEO of a company, you prefer those people to be Republicans. So again, if you're neutral, you're cold-blooded stock investor, you're going to find yourself with some very conflicted notions and analysis and people will look at you pretty strange because sometimes you'll seem like you're favoring the Republicans because they're emotional about it. And other times you'll seem like you're favoring the Democrats again because most people are emotional about politics. You shouldn't be. Don't as a stock investor. I'm Dr. Scott Brown. And if you want in-depth stock market training, then enroll in my free workshop at roadsociety.org forward slash workshop. Also check back daily for our market updates and don't forget to rate the channel.